Welcome back to another episode of Suiting Up Varsity, a podcast dedicated to the sound of the band, the smell of popcorn, the feel of an old leather jacket, the sight of teenagers hoisting trophies high above their heads, and most of all, to the grand history and fantastic stories of Nebraska prep sports. Join us as we look back in time at the great moments from a century plus of Nebraska high school athletics. Well, it's another week of life in the virus. Uh, And I've got another, what I think is a little shorter episode of Suiting Up Varsity last week. I think it was actually last week. We uh, traveled to Richardson County in the far southeast corner of the state. Uh, We talked about the history of the schools there and picked out some goats, some greatest of all time athletes uh, at those schools. Um, If I've got any listeners who haven't checked out the Twitter feed uh, last summer, Uh, The folks on my Twitter feed, we worked pretty hard at a nomination list. We tried to nominate people uh, from as many different schools, open and closed, as we could. And these these episodes are kind of an outgrowth of that. Uh, A couple years ago, I did uh, a couple episodes on the greatest athletes, some of the bigger schools in the state. I did, I think there were three episodes that covered those. And then another episode that covered uh, the Central Conference uh, in its long history since 1935 and some of its goats. Uh, And now we're kind of going county by county around the state, or at least that's the plan as, uh, as the time of the virus continues. Uh, last week, southeast corner. So this week, we go to the opposite end, uh, the northwest corner. Uh, and then, because in the northwest corner, there aren't a lot of high schools, uh, we're going to pick up a second county this week. But first of all, let's start in that northwest corner uh, with Sioux County. Uh, I've never actually been through Sioux County, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've been through Shadron a bunch of times, but I was looking at the highways. I don't think I ever uh, ducked over to the west into Sioux County at all. Um, Sioux County, uh, there's really only one high school we're going to be talking about, and that's Harrison slash Sioux County High School, the Purple and Gold, the Warriors. Um, High school history, a little complicated. Uh, There's some other towns showing up on the map, but I don't have any history of of them playing high school athletics. And I think, you know, we have a case here where uh, population was so low out there that, that you've got that first round of consolidation we talked about. Uh, from what I can tell of the school history, uh, Harrison High School itself, just for Harrison, uh, closed in 1914 and became Sioux County High School. Now, that kind of surprised so those those of us who, who read the newspapers in the 70s and 80s, because you know that the newspapers all called the that school Harrison. Um, and Harrison and Sioux County both, my histories list them as purple and gold and warriors. I think it's just one history. I think this is a case, and there's a couple of those around the state where the newspapers uh, called the high school by the town name it was in, even though maybe officially uh, it was called by the county name. And then, of course, now uh, in the modern incarnation, it is called Sioux County all the time. So I'm not actually sure how much of a change that was when you start to see that uh, 20, 25 years ago where it's Sioux County. Uh, I think the earliest in my history where it gets called Sioux County is 1998 in the 90s. So uh, I, I'm not quite sure there. So we're really talking about one big history there. Uh, those folks up in the northwest corner who wear purple and gold and are the Warriors. Okay, so running through the different sports history, uh, probably uh, for football, uh, the, the brightest spots uh, are the playoff years. 
84, 85, and 99. Uh, the only playoff win for Sioux County Harrison was in 1985 when they beat Dix 21 to 6, and then they lost to Sydney St. Patrick's in the next round. Um, couple football all staters. Uh, uh, one from earlier than that, Rocky Phipps, um, who uh, we're going to see is a pretty good candidate for GOAT. Uh, and then uh, John Mitzfeldt uh, from 1998-99, uh, uh, All-State kicker two years in a row. Phipps was in 72, and he was an All-State guard. When we start looking at the track list, too, uh, we see that Phipps was a pretty good all-around athlete that next spring after being All-State football, uh, which was eight-man uh, – I I I think that was eight man. I didn't make a note uh, that he was in. Uh, he he medaled in the classes D discus at uh, state track. So pretty good candidate there. Uh, the only state champion in track in the school history that I have is Garth Wilwand, uh, who won the uh, two mile, the thirty two hundred meter in class D in nineteen eighty two. He also medaled in the uh, sixteen hundred that year. Basketball-wise, I don't have any All-Staters from Sioux County. Uh, their last state tournament appearance and their only state tournament appearance in the qualification era was 1940 uh, when they qualified and lost to Guardian Angels in the first round of one-point loss, 30-29. They're still probably walking around grumbling about that up in Harrison. Um, but really, when we want to start, uh, Rocky Phipps, like I said, would be a good candidate. But I think in Harrison... We want to look at the wrestling history to find our GOAT. Uh, that's the uh, site, the sport of the school's only state championship in 1976. Coach Bill Pyle led the Warriors uh, down to Lincoln for state, and they captured the Class D title. Uh, the story uh, I really like. I was rereading it the other day. A lot of great quotes from Coach Pyle. He said, this is the third greatest thrill of my life. Uh, I still have to rank my wife and son above this, but that's it. <laughs> um, you know, uh, he also said, uh, this is wonderful. Um, this was his fifth year of coaching in Harrison. I thought we were finished yesterday when we fell 17 points behind Shelton. So that's a pretty good state wrestling comeback there in Class D by Harrison. Uh, but the kids, they just realized this morning that they could do it, and they went out and won 10 of their 11 matches. Um Pyle thought all along uh, that they could be in contention because they were so close-knit. close, close -knit. Another quote from him. These kids win together and they lose together. They do everything together as a team. I'd like to think that's what sports is all about. Um, they had 26 boys out for wrestling um, in, in Harrison in 1976. And I'll have 23 of them back next year, he said. Uh, the newspaper pointed out that they had a 400-mile ride home, but Pyle said, this is beautiful. It's going to be a happy, happy ride home. All right. Uh, in that year, uh, they had a state champion, Bill Mack, won at 126. So they won that state championship with just one state champion. They'd had a state champion before, uh, Mike Jordan, at 105 pounds in 1974, uh, and then they had a couple in 79 and 80, Bill Grote at 112 pounds, and Neil Wickersham at 145. Uh, but the guy that I think uh, outpaces Rocky Phipps uh, for the greatest athlete of all time at Sioux County is Donnie Mack. Uh, he didn't win a state championship in 76, but he certainly was a part of that team. I assume maybe Bill's a brother. 
Uh, and Donnie Mack won back-to-back state championships in 1977 at 105 pounds and in 1978 at 112 pounds. So two-time state champion and a member of the 1976 state championship team. I'm going to name Donnie Mack our Harrison Warrior, purple and gold, greatest athlete of all time. Okay, like I said, uh, that's it for Sioux County, one high school. So that went pretty quick. So I thought uh, we would venture clear down to the southwest corner of the state. Now, you know, are you going southwest corner of the Panhandle or southwest-southwest? I'm going southwest-southwest, down out beyond McCook is how I would think of it, and that's Dundee County. And uh, a little more complicated high school history out in Dundee County. Along the highway there, quite a few communities that sported high schools. Uh, though they're down to one now, just like Sioux County. Uh, But I want to run through those a little bit and talk about some possible uh, goats from those towns. We'll start first uh, with Parks. Uh, The Parks Wildcats, they wore green and white. Uh, They were open until 1964 uh, when they joined Benkelman. And you're going to kind of notice that that's a pattern here, that everybody down in that county uh, ends up joining uh, Benkelman. The Parks... uh, Parks Wildcats, <laughs> uh, football history, um, whoops, that's my wife texting me because she doesn't know I'm in the closet recording the podcast. All right, I'm just going to keep going here and get through Parks. Uh, the Parks Wildcats, uh, probably the best team in football history, was a top 10 team in 1940 playing six-man football. Uh, they are only All-Stater I know of, comes out of that same era a couple years earlier, 1938, a six-man All-Stater named Royce Anderson. Um, then I think it's in track history where we find our greatest Parks Wildcat of all time. Um, three of the five medals uh, won by the school were all won by a fella named Hardwick. Now, this was 1933 and 1934. I don't have his first name, so if anybody out in the Southwest knows uh, this great weight man from Parks' uh, first name, Hardwick, uh, give me a call. Uh, he's not the only state champion. Uh, a kid named McCorkle, uh, again, I don't have a first name, won the pole vault in Class D in 1932. Uh, they had a workman who won a medal in 32 in the 100-yard dash. They had a sprinter. But in 34, 33 and 34, uh, Hardwick uh, went out and won Class C discus in 33, and then he doubled in the shot put in discus in 34. So I think uh, our unknown member of the Hardwick family is the greatest athlete of all times in Parks history, Parks Wildcats. All right, the next high school we want to take a look at in uh, Dundee County is Max, the Max Pirates. Uh, they wore black and white. Uh, they stayed open for a couple years longer than Parks. They were open until 1966 when they merged into Benkelman. Uh, Max, uh, I you know you always remember them from the state tournament programs uh, because they were one of the champions in the giant tournament that of course we had the episode on last year, 1926. They won Class V for victory. I think that was the smallest class. Uh, they beat Cordova, Chapman, Eckley, and Lee. That went over Lee 14-11 in the Class V championship game. Um, When we're looking for athletes for Max, uh, probably the best spot to look uh, is track, because I don't have any uh, football or basketball Um, All-Staters. Again, we've got somebody early on with no first name. Uh, Somebody whose last name was Todd. 
1932, brought home five medals from the state track meet. That's not even legal anymore. You can only be in four events. Uh, Todd was second in the javelin, <laughs> which also is not legal anymore. Uh, and then he won the 220 low hurdles, the high jump, the quarter mile, and the long jump. So he brought home four Class D state championships. Um in 1940, Junior Brown was a state champion for Max in the Class D shot put. Um, and then he won a couple more medals in uh, 1940. He was second in the discus, second in the uh, uh, javelin. Uh, and then Dwayne Roussel uh, brought home two medals from that track meet. Probably Max's best year as a team at state track. Uh, he was second in, in the... 200-yard low hurdles, and in, uh, oh, the next year, he was fourth in the 200-yard low hurdles. So Dwayne Russell and Junior Brown, pretty good in the 40s. But I think uh, no first-name Todd uh, from the class of 1932 uh, qualifies as the greatest Max Pirate of all time. On down the road, um, next we'll go to Hegler. The Hegler Eagles, who wore purple and gold, uh, they were open all the way till 1987 uh, when they came together with Binkelman to actually form what we know now as Dundee County uh, High School. Uh, so they lasted the longest of all the small town schools. Um, their basketball history <laughs> is 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 uh, is pretty spare. Uh, they were at the 1917 tournament where they got whacked by Bancroft, 30 to four. And I'm back to talk about Hagler. If you could hear my daughter in the distance there. Uh, the dog evidently saw a turkey outside. My daughter thought uh, that the podcast was not so important that I shouldn't go take a look at the turkey. The turkey was excellent to see. Uh, we've been in quarantine for a while, so you got to take uh, all the excitement you can get. It's too bad Hagler wasn't the turkeys instead of the eagles, because that would have been a... Uh, a good fit. Okay, so basketball history, not so great with Hagler. No All-State basketball players that I know of. Uh, no All-State football players that I know of. Uh, on the track is probably where we find their GOAT, their greatest athlete of all time. From 1962, Albert Zugi uh, won the half mile, ran a 206.9 uh, to win the uh, Class D880 uh, for Hagler. And I'm going to uh, pick Albert. Uh, as the greatest Hagler Eagle of all time, which gets us to kind of the, the big school in the county, uh, Binkelman, uh, which we just said uh, was the Binkelman Tigers and Maroon and White through 1987 before uh, they and Hagler consolidated to create Dundee County. We'll talk about that consolidation in just a little bit. Uh, but let's talk Binkelman Tigers first. Uh, their best football teams were probably 1951 and 1969. Uh, both years they ended up in the Class C uh, top tens, uh, all statewide. Uh, ben Dean was all state on that 1951 team. Uh, Daryl Schreiner uh, was all state on that 1969 team. Uh, Sean Jones was an all state defensive back in 1983. Uh, and then uh, those guys were all honored by one paper or the other. Then we have a couple consensus All-Staters for Benkelman. Uh, Jim Persley uh, was uh, All-State center in both papers in 1968. And Steve Krug was an All-State uh, receiver uh, in both papers in 1979 when Benkelman was in Class C2. On the track, uh, 
on the track. Uh, lots of, of, of medal winners for Benkelman. Really a pretty strong uh, track history. Uh, over 20 people on my list. Uh, highlighted highlighted uh, by uh, long jump state champion in Class C, Claire Glasgow uh, in 1966. Uh, pole vault state champion Mason Jones in 1968. Uh, and then you can tell that Benkelman kind of had a little bit of a pole vault history after Mason Jones won that. Uh, in 76 and 77, Mike Bellamy uh, medals in the pole vault. He tied for third and then he finished second. And Ron Persley uh, in 79 and 80 ties for fourth and then finishes uh, second. I don't know if... Uh, of Ron Persley of 1980 is related to uh, Jim Persley of 1968, but it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and then we've got a sprinter in 1987, the last year that the Benkelman Tigers were the Benkelman Tigers, uh, and that's Mardell Duvel, who finished second in the 100 and the 200 and finished fourth in the long jump. Um, it's a tough call. It's a tough call for Benkelman Tigers all-time goat. Uh, I think really you can make an argument uh, for any of those any of those uh, athletes I just named. I'm not sure I really feel like going out on a limb. I guess I'll just leave it out there. Um, anybody with a little more uh, knowledge of Benkelman history, who would you pick as the greatest all-time Benkelman Tiger? You can uh, contact me on Twitter at SuitUpVarsity or go to our webpage suitingupvarsity.org to contact. Um, before we finish with the Benkelman Tigers, uh, their basketball history, uh, they, uh, in 87, when they became Dundee County, they hadn't been at state since 1938. Uh, they, the only years they had qualified uh, were 35, 36, and 38. Uh, they didn't win a game any of those. In fact, they didn't win a game in any of the non-qualifier years, 13, 26, 27, and 28. Um, in 35, uh, that was just a two-class tournament, I believe. And so Benkelman was playing Fremont in the first round. So, you know, some of that's just bad luck of the years that uh, Benkelman was there. In 36, they lost to Oakdale in what I'm sure was Class B. And in 38, they lost to Winnebago in, again, what I think was Class B. Okay, so in 2007, Benkelman and Hagler combined to form Dundee County. They keep the name Tigers. They keep the Benkelman colors, I believe. Benkelman was maroon and white. I believe they keep maroon, though. My list lists them as red. Uh, and then they take the gold from the purple and gold Hagler Eagles. Uh, and so they're maroon, white, and gold. Now, somebody should 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 tell me if I'm wrong there uh, that Dundee County, uh, which basically was Dundee County alone from 1987 till 2007, uh, wore maroon and white and gold and was the Tigers. Uh, and that, you know, that, that kind of begs the question, uh, when is it, when is it a consolidation and when is it kind of a merger? Uh, did Hagler become part of Benkelman? Uh, really is, is the Dundee County history, do you trace it all the way back to Benkelman? Um, those are always tough questions. Uh, I, I think the colors and nickname uh, are always a clue I kind of look at there. Uh, but let's talk about the 20-year history of Dundee County High School. Uh, in football, uh, they qualified for the playoffs once in 2005 when they got blanked uh, by Crawford. Um, on the track, again, strong. And it's always been a community, I think, that was strong track-wise. Um, and uh, 
probably uh, a couple standouts I would point to. Uh, Brandon Shirky uh, brought home a couple distance medals in 2007. Uh, Nate Strop uh, was the 2003 Class C High Hurdle Champion. Uh, he also medaled in the High Hurdles in 2002 and brought home a medal in the Low Hurdles in 2003. Um, he also medaled in the Long Jump in 2003 um, and the Triple Jump. So pretty good athlete there. But I think for greatest Dundee County Tiger of all time in that 20 years, I'm going to go with Gabe Freeze. Uh, he was a star on the track, uh, winning the 1997 uh, high and low hurdles, and then following up the next year uh, with a high hurdle championship and a third place in the low hurdles, um, and also medaling in 98 in the long jump. And then he also is the only Dundee County football all-stater I have uh, as a linebacker in C2 in 1997. So I pick Gabe Freeze as the Dundee County Tiger greatest athlete of all time. Okay, in 2007 then, <laughs> Dundee County is all Dundee County High School, but they actually consolidate again across the county border with Stratton from Hitchcock County. They keep the colors maroon, white, and gold. They keep the nickname Tigers, and now we know them as Dundee County Stratton starting in 2007, uh, and we see an uptick in their uh, basketball fortunes. Uh, three trips to the state tournament, 2010 where they lose to Axtell, 2016 where they lose to High Plains, and 2017 where they lose to West Point Guardian Angels. Um, the, uh, the track history uh, stays strong, but it's uh, from the basketball floor that we see the two names probably uh, that are in their GOAT conversation. Uh, the first is Kendall Glidden. Uh, who was all state in 2010 in both newspapers? A big guy, six foot seven, averaged almost 23 points a game, uh, and also excelled at the track. in uh, In 2010, he uh, medaled in both the discus and the shot put at state track. So Kendall Glidden, uh, an excellent candidate, but I think he loses out to the other basketball all stater. Uh, from Dundee County Stratton, and that's Phelan Sanford. Uh, Phelan Sanford was a uh, uh, All-Stater um, in 2016, 2017, and 2018 in the Lincoln Journal, um, and one of those years in the World Herald, 5'11", uh, averaged uh, 16 points and 17 points and 21 points a game uh, for the Tigers, and also excelled on the track, um, probably even if you go back all the way through the Benkelman history, uh, no one's ever had a stronger track resume than Phelan Sanford. Um, as a freshman, he finished fourth in the high jump class C in the pole vault in uh, his sophomore year. He was sixth, and then he finished second in the low hurdles. In his junior year, 2016, he medaled in the high jump, uh, finished second in the low hurdles, finished third, uh, excuse me, finished first in the pole vault winning state championship. And then, uh, um, excuse me, that was all sophomore year. As a junior, um, he uh, places in both the pole vault and the high hurdles and the low hurdles. And then as a senior, uh, he sweeps high hurdles, low hurdles, and the quarter mile, winning all three in Class C for Dundee County Stratton. Uh, Phelan Sanford also 
uh, you know, led his basketball team to that state tournament game against Guardian Angels um, when they were uh, um, on the basketball floor. And to me, Phelan Sanford is the greatest Dundee County Stratton Tiger of all time. All right. Well, thanks for listening again. Uh, we've been to the southeast corner, and now we've been to the northwest corner and the southwest corner. So I guess next time I'll try to pick out a county up in the northeast, or maybe we'll pick one out of the middle. I don't know. Uh, but we'll continue to do these many episodes. I also have a soccer episode. Uh, I'm not sure we've ever done a soccer episode, but I've got one about the history of soccer in Nebraska before the NSAA uh, stepped in. Uh, that I'm working on maybe uh, in the next week or so I'll put that together in the meantime thanks for listening to Suit Up Varsity remember you can follow our Twitter account at at suitupvarsity.com you can check out our webpage uh, which (laughs) I should use some of this virus time to uh, develop a little bit more at suitingupvarsity.org always as always thanks to my brothers Trent and Tate uh, for their research help and thanks to my friend Chris Shukai for his invaluable audio experience uh, that he passed on to me. And finally, uh, thanks to the inspiration of this podcast, Jerry Mathers, the godfather of Nebraska high school sports. Suiting up Varsity is a member of the Nebraska Varsity Network. Copyright 2020.